My name is Patrick, and I'm an audiology technician and hearing conservationist for a rather large audiology group. Today, I'm going to talk to you about realistic expectations, effective methods of communications, and the benefits and limitations to hearing aid technology in no particular order. Let's first start by talking about your hearing test. When we test your hearing, we test, of course, both ears, and in each ear, it goes from low frequency to high frequency, and speech falls roughly in the middle. That's what we're the most concerned about because that's where all the useful information comes in. We also look at the understanding, and though the two systems are very closely related, they're also two very different components in your hearing. When we look at your audiogram, anything from 0 to 25 is considered normal hearing. Anything above 26 starts to represent a hearing loss, with the higher the number being the more profound the loss is at each frequency. When we start talking numbers into the 90 range, technically you're legally deaf at those frequencies, so a hearing aid is going to provide some benefit, but not an awful lot in that range. As far as the understanding is concerned, when we test the speech understanding or speech recognition, the score we obtained is as an aided condition. So this tells us what your experience with hearing aids is likely to be. And as the audiologists test your hearing, they're going to kind of adjust the levels a little bit to try to get the, the best possible score. Uh, and when we obtain this score, uh, it's going to look something like Let's talk hypothetical in your right ear, 60, and in your left, 64. So that tells us under the most ideal of all circumstances, you're going to miss between 36 to 40% of what you hear in terms of understanding. So how this impacts people is that they will tell us, I seem to hear okay. I just have a hell of a time understanding what it is that people are saying. Now, the downside is there is no traditional hearing aid technology that's going to fix this part of your hearing. This is kind of as good as it gets type scenario. It will fluctuate a little bit. This is kind of a baseline, sort of like a blood pressure. So some days it'll be a little bit better, some days a little bit worse, but it should hit in general somewhere along that mark. Put this in a way that most people can relate to. Think of a time maybe you were at home and you were watching television, reading a newspaper, magazine, a book, whatever the case may be, and somebody entered that same room and they said, hey, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? You're probably going to miss the first part of that conversation until you lock eyes with the individual, and then the rest of that conversation will probably go pretty decently. What you don't pick up through hearing, you pick up through facial expression and lip reading. So when you have that auditory processing disorder, it's very important that you maintain that face-to-face -face contact. Likewise, if you're trying to have a conversation from one room to another, it's just not going to be a very effective conversation. If you find yourself in an environment such as a large meeting or a gathering, a restaurant, church, any place where there's a lot of competing background noise, it's going to exasperate that situation pretty significantly and make it even harder to understand what's being said. You can really put this to the test at home by having a conversation face-to-face, -face, and that conversation probably will go pretty decently. If you turn your backs towards one another and walk off about six feet, that conversation's suddenly going to become very strained. If you're watching television and you're watching a news broadcast, you'll probably do pretty good. If you're watching a movie or a television program, however, you might struggle understanding what's being said. A news broadcast is primarily dialogue, whereas a television program has the dialogue, sound effects, music, and when it reaches your ears, it's just kind of a muddled mix of everything. If you find yourself in a noisy environment, such as a restaurant or a large meeting or gathering, 
the hearing aid actually will do some things to help you hear as best you can in those environments, but you have to know how the hearing aid works to really to be able to take advantage of that technology. So the hearing aid normally works in what we call omnidirectional. It's picking everything up 360 degrees around. And when you find yourself in a noisy situation, the hearing aid automatically shuts off the rear microphone and focuses forward. And this makes the hearing aid more directional. So it eliminates some of the extraneous background noise. Now it's not perfect. You're still gonna get some of that background noise and it's gonna impact your ability to be able to hear in those environments. And really, you should place yourself across the table from one another in a noisy environment like a restaurant so that your hearing aids are focusing on the individual that you're trying to listen to. Now, sound bounces off of everything in the room, so some of that noise is going to come back to you, and it's going to make it difficult, again, to understand what's being said. So it's not perfect, but it does help, and it does make a difference. Years ago, there was a cartoon strip in the paper, and it was meant to highlight the humor and frustration of hearing loss, and today I use it as a teaching tool because it kind of hammers this point home. And in this cartoon, there are three guys out on the golf course, and they're having a phenomenal time playing golf. The first guy says, boy, it's windy. Second guy's got a real puzzled look on his face, and he's looking down at his watch, and he says, no, it's Thursday. Last guy says, I'm thirsty too. Let's go grab some beer. All three of them misunderstood one another. When you have this auditory processing disorder, these are the kind of things that you can expect will happen. So effective communication is so important when you have hearing loss, particularly when you have an auditory processing disorder. It's okay to let people know, hey, I have a hearing loss. I need to be able to see your face so that I can understand what you're saying so that there's no misunderstanding. When possible, you're going to want to try to eliminate as much background noise as possible. And you'll always want to sit across the table from whomever you're speaking with or maintain face-to-face -face contact. Because once again, what you don't hear and understand, you pick up through facial expression to get some context to fill in the gaps of what you've missed. Presently, there is no cure for hearing loss. So once again, it's important that you take these steps to communicate effectively with the people around you. Your overall experience with hearing aids will be determined by a number of things. Uh, first and foremost, attitude plays the largest part of that. There's also the acclimation. So when you get a new pair of hearing aids or hearing aids for the very first time, the sounds of water running, keys jingling, paper crinkling are gonna be very loud and harsh at first. Eventually those sounds kind of fade into the background and you're not aware of them anymore. The best way to kind of explain how this might work in a way that most people can relate is maybe think of a time you were using some bleach to clean a small room and after spending some time in that environment, you became nose blind to the smell of the bleach, but somebody else enters that same room, the very first thing they're gonna say is, oh my gosh, how can you stand to be in here? Well, you got used to it. Hearing works the same way, though it does take substantially longer, and we say the period of acclimation can last anywhere from a couple of days, really, to a few months. The bottom line is do not give up on wearing your hearing aids. A very important takeaway from this is if you do have auditory processing disorder, you want to make sure that you wear your hearing aids as frequently and often as possible to provide that system stimulus to stay active and healthy. Think of that system kind of like a muscle in the body. Let's use your arms as an example. I can go to the gym and build up big bulky muscles. If I stop working out though, I'll lose those muscles, but I can go back to the gym and regain those losses. Hearing is similar, although once it's gone, it's gone for good. 
So by wearing your hearing aids, you provide that auditory system some stimulus to stay active, and that understanding will stay stable and that system healthy. Now, of course, there are some exceptions to this rule as well. We say that you should wear your hearing aids all waking hours, so from the time you get up until the time you go to sleep, unless you're going to be out in the yard maybe using some power equipment, uh, lawn equipment, anything noisy, obviously you want to take your hearing aids out because you don't want to amplify something that's already loud, and you should be wearing hearing protection in those situations. Also keep in mind, hearing aids are water resistant, they're not waterproof, so if you're going to be sweating profusely, it's probably a good idea to take them out as well. Hearing aids are not a cure for hearing loss and there will be occasions that you'll struggle with your hearing aids. Keep in mind that your experience with hearing aids is unique to you and you alone. Everybody's experience with hearing aids is going to be a little bit different. I can take two people with the same exact hearing aids and same hearing loss and I'm going to get two very different reports. Likewise, I can take two people with the same hearing loss and maybe one has really good understanding and the other has the same hearing loss but with poor understanding and the individual with poor understanding is going to struggle pretty significantly. So don't compare your experience to that of others. If you feel like you're struggling, you can always have your hearing checked to see what has changed, if anything, and the audiologist at that time can go ahead and make some programming adjustments as necessary to your hearing aids to help you hear as best you can. I hope this information has proved useful to you. If you have any questions, feel free to comment and I'll answer those that I can.